Hey everybody, welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. I'm Carson Phillips, one of your hosts, here with the other host, Daniel Garza. There we go, that was nice. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) We're back with another one of our 31 Nights of Halloween episodes, and this one's pretty fun. We're going back in time to when Daniel and I were obsessed with found footage films, and we're going to talk about As Above, So Below. Yeah, I am very excited to talk about this film. Now, as we were younger, what was the movie that got us into this? We just talked about this not too long ago. Um, It's up for debate. Right, but found footage. Remember? Oh, wait. Wasn't it YouTube? Kind of? It was probably Marble Hornets on YouTube. Yeah, shout out the to Marble Hornets. It was kind of before Slender Man was really like, I think it made him popular, kind of. Yeah, it was because at first it was just like a forum on um, what is like, it called? Uh, creepy pasta. Yeah, creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. But yeah, that was kind of that'd be a fun episode to talk about that actually. But yeah, so we were very into it. Yeah. Anyway, we loved uh found footage stuff, and when this movie came out, I was obsessed because it was found footage not only, but it had to do with catacombs and the history of like. Paris and yeah. all that type of stuff. So I was yeah, stoked when this got movie that came out. Jones thing going on. Yeah, and um, yeah. So there's a little bit of nostalgia, I guess, when it comes to films like these because there's oh it, oh it was Marvel Hornets and Cloverfield that kind of Cloverfield. Cloverfield was the big one because we yeah. started making Daniel and I made our own found footage stuff. I remember using flip cameras a lot. Oh yeah, we like did a flip a literal flip phone at one point and. They're all super bad, but uh, we had a YouTube channel, Darkness Descends, if you want to watch <laughs> no, it. Do I not think. shout that out I on this it, podcast. Yeah, shout out, dude. Maybe we'll bring it back. This is the hype we need. This is <laughs> We have more followers, actually, on Darkness Descends than we did on uh, this podcast. Than on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> okay, but yeah, this one is actually good and yeah. very high quality. Do you want to go read the log line to the people? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so when a team of explorers ventures into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within the city of the dead. This movie came out in 2014, uh, rated R, hour and 33 minutes. This, it's so sad because I live and die by ratings, and... It has a bad rating. It's very, very bad. Actually, the next couple of movies that we review have have the worst ratings, <laughs> really bad ever. ratings. Uh, except for freaky freaky doesn't have bad ratings it has really good ratings yeah um anyway so this got on tomato meter um 27 and audience score 40 percent, which hurts because yeah i loved this movie growing up i thought it was like everything that i wanted in a scary movie was here because it had a really good twist at the end um a really good resolution which is so hard to find in scary movies nowadays and a pretty good cast for found footage usually the cast is kind of like not great to be honest right. this felt they felt believable enough especially they had uh you know the french cast members the main chick she's english right yeah and then like an american yep and i actually think having a mixture of all these different backgrounds made for a better movie ben feldman was the main character like the main besides yes, the girl yes and he was in cloverfield yeah that's what i was like this is straight up the cloverfield guy yeah exactly <laughs> he played up, travis like, oh it is 
Um, so but he, he has a good face for this kind of thing. It almost feels like you just are familiar with him just because his face is yeah, so like, average and plain. I don't even know if that, that sounds kind of weird, but no, no, no. What you're saying is like, you don't want someone that looks like a superstar, but you want someone that looks like they would end up trying to make a documentary. Exactly. Yeah. Walking into the catacombs. You want someone that looks like us. <laughs> <laughs> please hire but us more handsome <laughs> just i feel like every episode we record is going to become like this whole like please we want, we want to be like begging so guys this the main character her name is scarlet she is a um what is it an archaeologist she's like an archaeologist and she has all these degrees and she knows a ton of languages except for arabic for some reason yeah um, I don't know why that happened. And we kind of start with her in Iran, and she's disco- she discovers during like this attack on the city uh, in the underground area, she finds basically the instructions to what she believes is the philosopher's stone. Yeah, I'm, she also is like very motivated. Her backstory is that um, her dad committed suicide. Yeah, her dad was also searching for the stone, and they kind of reference that he may have been crazy and that's why he killed himself yeah but later she thinks it was just because he was hurting or something along those lines it's kind of a weak like hero's call if you guys don't know i feel like we reference these things a lot um that talk about movie uh structure but like i mean it's the same thing in reading um hero's call is like kind of what where something happens to the, the character that like kickstarts the catalyst, them. basically. Yeah, it catalysts them into their like life's, you know, goal, which whatever their journey's gonna be, or like what makes their world different than it is now. Exactly. So that's her kind of backing. She believes that the the next like key, or actually the treasure for all of this, the philosopher's stone and everything, is found in the catacombs in paris so she goes to paris she finds this group of people super cool and um and they actually did film in the real catacombs did you know in that? the catacombs yeah yeah i was reading about the only this. film that it's they've crazy. ever allowed to film inside of the catacomb i also did you see the main actor the main guy he was um actually claustrophobic in real life yeah so in between takes and stuff they would like escort him out of the catacombs but that's also what his character is like super afraid of um, claustrophobic spaces, which I thought was kind of cool that, you know, you had both of those going on at once. So it makes the performance a little bit more realistic. She gets her Avengers team together and <laughs> they end up sneaking into this like restricted area of the catacombs. Yep. And they keep getting further and further in and things start to go a little haywire. I don't want to completely spoil where it goes. Uh, yeah, from it's there. it's. We'll talk about certain instances, but we're not going to tell you what causes all of it, I guess, is probably how we should do that. Um, there is a very, very good twist to this. I think that's honestly why this movie, I, I love this movie so much, is because a lot of scary movies nowadays are like cheap in the way that they, um, it's just so... Predictable, maybe? Yeah, and scary movies just always have the worst endings, always, notoriously. This has a cool ending. I don't want to completely give away the ending, but... It- Usually you expect, oh, everyone's going to die or one girl's going to survive or... Or there's just going to be every, some like know. stupid cop-out of for why everything just happened. But Yeah, this... or they set up a weird sequel that's not necessary. Yeah, that's true too. This doesn't do any of that. Uh-uh. It kind of has a cool ending. Yeah. Anyway, so with all that being said, um, something strange starts happening. 
it plays out their biggest trauma. Let's just say they're experiencing like some kind of paranormal phenomena where they're faced to confront some of their deepest fears, sins, and traumas. Each character is going through that. <laughs> like that was the, yeah, thank the you. best way to have said that. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they're going through. And some of it's scarier yeah. than other parts, but you kind of learn more backstory about all the characters that way too. So this isn't like a straight horror from beginning to end. Yeah. It starts kind of like an adventure film mm-hmm. with a dark undertone. Yeah. It's like a scary national treasure. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. National treasure but scary. Yeah. And and then it's in the last 20 30 minutes where it's like, "Oh crap, like this is way more intense." I think that's cool though. I think it's kind of a genre bending film, and I think that's what makes it successful in my mind. And there's only a few moments where they show stuff that like, oh, that's scary. And they also only selectly show what I'll call gore, but it's not really gore. It's very brief. But those moments, because it's not throughout the whole movie, you're like, oh, crap, this is getting real. Yeah. There's a really good, this sounds weird to say, but there's a really good gore moment in there. It's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. There's no Cool effects, though. Yeah. And again, all of them are practical except the one with the face in the wall. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not true. The fire, the car on fire. Most of the effects, they do look good, though. Yeah. I think. Anyway, I don't know what all else we can say about this besides I really love it. I think it's got a cool name, As Above, So Below. Um, <laughs> it's freaking metal, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. I I thoroughly enjoy this movie. Really, from you start recommend to finish, to? Um, horror fans. Nothing, no, nobody really like. I think if you want like an edgy national treasure, yeah. But the the last okay. thirty minutes is gonna take anybody for a just turn. prepare yourself. <laughs> You're so bad. At it's not that things. scary. I actually remember you showed this movie to me. I didn't watch it in theaters or anything, and I think we watched it again. We did like a marathon of movies. Uh-huh. It was um. There was a couple of different found footage films because that was our thing. But I remember it was probably like my birthday party or something. Or I had a bunch of friends over and I'm pretty sure you were there. Okay. And we watched it with all my friends who are younger than you oh, yeah. and me. And they were all freaking out like, this is crazy. And it was like oh, daytime though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I you think remember I that? do remember that. Yeah, this movie is a lot of fun. Um, probably anybody that likes found footage also. Found footage movies. Yeah. I think it's a good example of well-executed found footage. Yeah, it's true. All right, guys. Thank you for listening once again. Um, we should be available on more and more podcast networks if you want to listen to us. Uh, we're definitely on Apple and Spotify, and we're getting all the other ones put together. I know we're on Stitcher as well. Uh, so if you listen someplace else, odds are that we're there. But, yeah, again, please comment on our instagram post like our instagram post follow us follow the podcast wherever you listen to them and we should be actually getting ads soon which will help us make some money i promise you guys they won't be crazy and they won't annoy you they'll be very brief yeah guys we have some cool stuff coming your way thank you for listening to the 31 nights of halloween and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode that's a clean slate